Do you have a light? Welcome back to another wonderful episode of the Smoking Porch Podcast. I am out here today with an actual angel, um, love of my life, Natalie Hickman. Hi, Natalie. Hi. Hi. I'm so excited. <laughs> I am so excited to have you. We go way back. I back know. College years again, back when we were just Spumante girls. <laughs> I haven't had Spumante since. It's not the same. Me neither. It's a little wait. too sweet. I think we did have it when you came to Boise once for Tree Fort that first time. We I did. think we did have Spumante. I haven't we, had it without you, though. <laughs> I know. I can. How about it's like only our thing? Yes. And no one else. If you get offered a glass, you have to say no. Say um, no. You guys, listeners, Natalie and I became friends kind of later in college, and what we would do to hang out. We did this like a few times. We would just each buy a bottle of Spumante and sit in one of our bedrooms and drink the bottle and like talk shit. And then yes. we like might go out and get like food afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. One time we went to Grub Truck and mm-hmm. you went to, uh, or you got the hamburger mac and cheese oh. and the pickles. <laughs> oh my God. That was yeah. so, honestly, it was so good. I think that's the best one that I had. I know <laughs> until the next morning and it was literally like pastel green and yeah. it was disgusting um Concerning. <laughs> if you're one of my rare listeners that didn't go to school in Moscow Idaho um there's this well you probably know about it now with all the yeah murder situation they've talked about it but there's this food truck that's open like Thursday through Saturday like 10 to 3 called grub truck and their main specialty is like this five cheese mac and cheese that like it's like three pounds basically. <laughs> it's like a it. brick. Yeah. yeah. And they have like a few rotating flavors and they have specials. And one time I got cheeseburger mac with, <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say they got this, but it's good. And they've like served it since. Um, the five cheese mac and cheese with, um, I keep saying that weird. I'm saying like mac and <laughs> mac and cheese, um, five cheese mac and cheese. <laughs> But, oh my god I just took the table um with like big hunks of burger like extra cheddar <laughs> um mustard ketchup onions and dill pickles <laughs> it sounds like vomit like you'd have to it pay sounds me. so gross right now but it was good <laughs> it was good um real quick right before you signed on I was talking to dear friends and like former podcasts, um, Megan and Emma, <laughs> like this just absurd question that Megan posed. And I just decided I'm going to ask you. Oh my God, just, I'm scared. <laughs> you should be. It's so stupid, but I am kind of dying to know. Um, oh and then God. we can talk about th- tree fort too. <laughs> but okay. okay. First question for you of the night, Mary, fuck, kill, <laughs> SpongeBob, Patrick and Squidward. Um, probably <laughs> fuck Squidward. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, marry Patrick and kill SpongeBob. Queen, we're the same. 
Okay, I was like, is that controversial to kill SpongeBob? But like his voice would just grate on me every single day of my life. It's manic and the thought of making love to him. <laughs> I need some <laughs> some cushion. <laughs> me and Megan were talking because Megan's was the same. I'm gonna like re- refuse to answer, which was bullshit. I'm a listen. Um interesting. I know. Maybe I'm ashamed. <laughs> Maybe she wanted SpongeBob real bad. But yeah, Squidward, Squidward, I feel like would be like, I guys, I don't think this way. I would make this clear, but in this hypothetical, I feel like Squidward would, because of his like elitist tendencies and like his liberalness inherent liberalness I think that he would be a generous lover <laughs> probably like a sneaky good one <laughs> He'd, like, try he also has the, the body <laughs> he's got the t- <laughs> this is going too far <laughs> he's got the tentacles there might be a seventh one I don't know yeah <laughs> Sorry for that laugh. Oh my god. <laughs> Never apologize on here. Unless you like call me something mean. Um Never. Okay. Never. But I did say that if I could actually wind up with anyone from SpongeBob, it would be Plankton. <laughs> Interesting choice. A short king. I know, a short king. I did I wasn't really thinking body type. <laughs> But just personality. Yeah, he's funny. <laughs> I think that like some of the funniest one-liners from that show are from him. Yeah, that's probably true. He's pretty Good loving choice. his computer <laughs> wife. Thank you. Okay, back to like the important things. So um Spumante Girls, last time you drank it was with me in Boise <laughs> when we went to Treeport Music Festival. <laughs> and guys, I just want to like regale you. Is that the right word? Regale you with a horror horrifying tale of the oh worst concert I've ever been to and probably the worst one I'll ever go to I hope there's ever not- there's nothing that could top that experience no <laughs> what's actually funny is in the episode I did with Austin last week we actually talk about me going to a concert at Tree Fort with you but it's not this one so <laughs> listeners if you're a recurring listener it's not the one I was talking about last week I was talking about um the one where that girl had that fucking pom-pom beanie on her head. Yes. And, and we that, just... that jersey, the Vikings jersey. And it, it was the like vibes were so off. <laughs> and we just like sat in the corner making fun of everyone. And then we're like, we can't even listen to this music. We're like, we shouldn't exist. be here. If we're being this big of a hater, we cannot be here. Right now. <laughs> we're being huge haters. Like I can't remember a single thing I liked about it. The venue Which was is so fun, but <laughs> we're huge haters, you guys. Just warning you right now. We're gonna get into this like is some a hater hate episode. This is a Just hater kidding. episode. There's gonna be some <laughs> hate and ass content later on, I'm sure. <laughs> um okay, no. What okay, so it's called Rubble Bucket. Was that the name? Yes, unfortunately. <laughs> I did love one song, which with Tree Fort, they have so many artists where it's like Okay, if you like one song, you might as well go. That's why you go, yeah. That was the thought process. I was wrong. (laughs) Well, we went to that one show. I think it was maybe the year before. Maybe not, but it was like the Ophelia's. Yes, 
I and I was like, them. and I was like, in a brewery, and like that's a case where we had heard like one or two songs, and it turned out to be like a really cute show, and I didn't leave hating them like with my whole being. <laughs> I know, and they actually were on Girls Like Us, the Click podcast. They were a guest. The Ophelias were. Yeah. Oh, that's or the main singer. The lead singer was. Oh, that so they're is, all from Ohio. That's really bananas. That is I know. hugely ironic because we're I know. delving into that later. Not so Rubble Bucket, we're, I don't think, maybe we weren't intoxicated enough. We were pretty sober. Yeah. It was I don't at, know if I would have helped, but. <laughs> it probably would have stressed us out more. I mean, unless we were like on some weird club drugs or something. But you guys, I don't know. Like. To be fair, and I'll be frank, I'm not a huge, like, indie pop rock fan anyway. It kind of takes a lot for me to like them. So I maybe went in, like, neutral with a slight chip. But you were excited. You were. I was excited. I love indie music. I know (laughs) you love indie music. I was, like, so excited, but could immediately tell that the vibes were off. The vibes were off. You guys, it was packed. It was in the, is it the Shrine Club? Yeah, the El Cora, El Cora. I don't know how you say it, but the Shriners building. Quick little <laughs> tangent. That place has the coolest women's bathroom I've ever been in. I know. It, it has lit- carpet everywhere, but in not a gross way. Uh-huh. And it lit- at least when I was there, when I've been there at concerts, it's usually like young girls in like little slip dresses that are like kind of drunk like trying to fix their makeup or like sitting on the carpet which is kind of gross I know but it's like it's like low lighting it looks like it's from Twin Peaks or something yes absolutely okay I was at the Shrine Club it was packed to the gills for some stupid reason I mean I guess we were there (laughs) (laughs) but I don't know like were they just they're like loudly blaring horn instruments and like yes. shouting and hopping and the remind me why it was so terrible. So they had these horrible trumpets. It was <laughs> like way too small <laughs> to have brass instruments. Yeah. And it was like fine for a while. <laughs> but then they had this song where they made everyone crouch to the ground. Like everyone, they would not stop until every single person was crouching on the ground. Didn't they say, and like, then, like you get on the ground kind of thing? Like, yeah, she <laughs> probably does. Because so, we were like, we're not doing that. But then mm-hmm. eventually we had to. Mm-hmm. And then they slowly made everyone rise. Like it was excruciating. And then when we came up to the top, we were like, we have to get out of here. Like we, uh, we left immediately because that was just like the the final straw (laughs) they were just really really cringe too they were I think that was like the over like overarching dark cloud over the whole thing was it was like to me what I remember and I might be exaggerating but it's like if you take a Rick and Morty fan and mix Mm -hmm. it with like a Taylor Swift stan and mix it with like an extremely political person and then like like, Alina Dunham like like Alina Dunham (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Oh, very Lena Dun- Dunham vibes too, but like not in a like good- frail, frail Lena Dunham frail. and and Fran from <laughs> from girls. Did you just say frail? Yeah. <laughs> like 
<laughs> is that the scene where she like asks um what's his name if she looks frail because she hasn't eaten <laughs> that day <laughs> she's like coping that it's like oh I look good I look frail but <laughs> she's like no you look normal <laughs> is that something like robust self like no you look like you're not rotund like that's too rude but he, like uses a not good adjective um and also if I remember right at the rebel bucket concert weren't there like some like hoodlummy boys that were spray painting the floor behind us yes and that was also <laughs> stressing us out it was very for me I was like you should not be doing that you should not be doing that if you value a clean space for sure yeah and that just shows how not drunk I was because I think I was like really bothered by that well no you shouldn't be spray painting this beautiful building with the cool bathroom downstairs and they have like cool art in there too I am a bunch of of, like old men maintain it like be nice (laughs) yeah that upsets me because like when I was a kid I wouldn't have cared so much I got in trouble when I was in high school for spraying tonic water on the floor at a dance because like no it was um yeah it was tonic (laughs) because me and like my like Rastafarian friends (laughs) like thought it would be cold like pop bottles at homecoming and then like we got caught on camera (laughs) because the floor was like really sticky and the janitors had to stay like an extra five hours (laughs) I had detention though five hours of detention you paid for it it was fine and I it was janitor <laughs> detention too so I had to follow the custodian around and help her clean wow that's like kind that's, of punishment honestly I know that's like a good mm-hmm. good on the administration for that oh my gosh but I'm... I wish you didn't get caught so well actually I, did, I, got, I turned myself in <laughs> well because they were like it was like turned out to be a big deal um my teacher like announced the advisor teacher um you know about that situation whoever did this and the janitors had to stay late and if you are honest your punishment may be less kind of thing so I was like so me and a couple of the friends turned ourselves in and he was like thank you for coming clean Camille we knew it was you (laughs) (laughs) that was a trick we had it on camera we could see your face <laughs> oh no Fucking revealed I've I've been caught that is uh, hilarious I can like feel the stress in that moment too it, where you're just like oh, I'm gonna be in trouble <laughs> I know, which is a terrible feeling I haven't it really I, is I haven't gotten in trouble trouble hopefully this isn't jinxing it I've gotten in trouble for a long time same and really it's been you, nice yeah I don't really Not think you get much. in trouble much as an adult yeah there's like no one to answer to really which no. is kind of fun I'm the fucking boss yeah <laughs> um okay so I'm gonna transition to our first topic because last night you guys um Natalie and I coordinated a watch it was a very good watch we watched um what was it Pamela Anderson, a love story, or Pam yeah. Pamela a love story. Pamela a love story. Thank you for watching it, by the way, on such short notice. Of course, I'd been wanting to watch it, and I'm like, this will be the perfect opportunity to like force myself to, and I'm so glad I did. I'm pretty obsessed with her. I, I mean, I Same. think people are, but like, she's 
guys, if you don't know, obviously, you know who Pamela Anderson is, but she's actually so intelligent. She's so like interesting and poetic and spiritual. And she's like an activist and she like stands up for what she believes in, even if it's not popular, like she's good friends with Julian Assange. That surprised me so much. <laughs> I actually knew about that a couple of years ago. I saw her posting about it and I was like, that's kind of a sleigh in a way. <laughs> like, it is. Stand yeah, up strangely. For, I know. Um, no, but she had. like so sweet too and like wholesome. I don't know. I was like, I just want to be like friends with you and I want all the best for you after <laughs> your life. <laughs> I know. It, it's just like. I feel kind of bad again, as I'm sure many people are going to, because I watched like the Pam and Tommy show and I sympath. did you watch it? I watched most of it. Uh-huh. And then my boyfriend decided to watch the last two episodes without me. Oh, rude. So I didn't I actually like, watch the last one. I'm but. like, okay, well, I, I get the gist. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted that big finale, the abuse. I guess. Himself. Yeah, <laughs> but like it's such a sad story. I mean, her whole life story is kind of interesting. How she like got recognized for her beauty and just ran with it, and then that like became her life. Even though she's like, this sounds like this sounds like Lena Dunham, but she <laughs> she's like so much more than that. She's so interesting, and she's talented as a writer and a performer. You never know. But know. Um, uh, listeners, if you aren't aware. Pamela Anderson married Tommy Lee, um, the drummer for Motley Crue, after four days of knowing him. They had, like, a really, really spectacular meet-cute, and he, like, followed her to Cancun, and they, like, this sounds stupid, but they, like, did ecstasy together and fell in love, (laughs) which I can, like, totally get, and then they were, like, inseparable, and then they got married four days later, Um, and they had, like, a really lovely, happy life and marriage where they're, like, madly in love. And they filmed everything on camcorders, like every waking moment of their lives, because they were cute. And they're like, they're kind of, they are like bimbo and himbo, the two of them. But oh, it's yeah, so there's sweet. a blueprint for that. It's, it's so <laughs> sweet, though. Like you can tell they're in love. They're just happy. They're not like putting on any airs. And then, and this is like how the Pam and Tommy show differs from her version. Cause she like didn't even watch Pam and Tommy like sickens her so much. Um, but this worker that they hired to like do construction on their house got fired and didn't get paid. Um, so he broke into their home and stole a safe and cut it open with like fucking fire. <laughs> <laughs> and then long story short, it had one of their tapes amongst like many other cute things and like guns and stuff but like all their prized possessions were in the safe her wedding bikini the wedding bikini that was so cute I know like all the champagne courts from their wedding like it's just so sweet but um there is a tape from when they are on a yacht on their honeymoon and they like are hanging out naked and then they have sex and long story short he steals it and sells it to online porn and to like VHS porn he makes tons of money and they had no consent in it they had nothing to do with it it was their stolen property they couldn't get the rights back and they didn't make any money off of the video well she was offered like 
they're like, we'll give you $5 million mm-hmm. for the rights. And she was like, no, because I don't want it out there. Like, please don't distribute it. Like, that's so violating. It's so violating. And I feel bad because I feel kind of dirty because I have watched the video. Really? Yeah, before I knew any of this. Um, my my friend, and honestly, this is kind of a weird thing for her to own, but she's like a little older and she's married. But her and her husband own the roast, the Comedy Central roast of Pamela Anderson on DVD. So I've seen it because she like said it was funny and I watched it. And like at the time it was pretty funny in like an offensive way. Mm-hmm. Um, but the whole thing, and it, it is uncomfortable to watch because it's all dudes up there, maybe like one man roasting her about her body, about her sex tape. Tommy Lee's actually up there. I think he like briefly does a joke thing, you know, and I'm sure because it like benefited PETA, like the organization, maybe she got him to do it, but mm-hmm. it's all jokes about like her getting fucked on camera again and like about her vagina, about how she looks, blah, 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 blah. It's very offensive. <laughs> I don't really I know. know I, saw the, I saw the clip in the oh, documentary. Uh-huh. And I was like, this is horrifying. It's like 90 minutes of that. And like, yeah, worst comedians with worst jokes. And she just sits through all of it like a champ, but it's really uncomfortable to watch. But because of the roast, like the whole thing is centered around the sex tape. So I'm like, okay, I got to watch. Also, they talk about how big Tommy Lee's penis is. Because Which we all know now. After we all know. it online. <laughs> I actually never saw that. Really? I didn't like You can it find it pretty easily on Twitter. I mean, I've seen it in the video. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to see it again. <laughs> no, but I don't know. I thought that I thought the documentary was very interesting. Her kids are like, honestly, kind of exactly how I would expect they're a perfect blend and do you remember I don't know if you watched the hills reboot no like when they did that when they're older Brandon is friends with Brody Jenner of course or like that's how I got on the show but he was in the hills reboot really I was like oh this is interesting and he was like decently cool he seemed cooler in the documentary but I mean he has cool parents in a way you know for sure they were iconic (laughs) I mean I'm like imagine seeing those photos of them like on the red carpet and they're and that being your parents that's just so shocking like she wore those big huge hats (laughs) that's what I loved in the documentary it's like they showed her wearing, I think, three of those, like, big-ass, fuzzy, fuzzy top hats. Like, one of them's probably three feet across. <laughs> she was like, I want. Me too. <laughs> I can, you know what? This is probably because of her. But at, like, the county fair in Bonners Ferry, like, at the, you know, like, the silly string and, like, blow-up bat stand, that kind of <laughs> things, they had the hats like that, but they were, like, smaller. I think I had one, though. Were they, like, the the foam cowboy hats that were like really tall because I remember those <laughs> no but my friend um Alec Griffiths has one of those <laughs> Alec. and I've seen him wear it like a couple times too. <laughs> he's like any excuse I get to wear this I, I love like a funky hat I I don't know I think that it's kind of hard to wear them but when totally. you do it's just a fun thing I have this like leather newsboy cap <laughs> 
that like is so 2005 but I got it at Nordstrom I think two years ago so it's not like maybe three but it was somehow in style but like yeah. I wore it out once and I was like I've never seen anyone in a hat like this before you're like I'm so unique and random <laughs> when you were a kid did you wear like weird gaudy outfit like this is related kind of to the click which we'll get into but like embarrassingly like put together outfits that made you look like you're 40 yes <laughs> like when you're like nine <laughs> I refuse to wear pants for a really long time I like I wore dresses and tights like whenever I could and these bone shoes and I loved my bone shoes but then I went to Fred Meyer with my grandparents and I saw mm-hmm. jelly shoes wait what are bone shoes they're like just the like color? an off-white oh. like like Mary Jane's my mom just called them bone shoes <laughs> which is like so weird I'm realizing in the moment but no, I got these jelly shoes and I immediately went home and threw away all my bone shoes and I was like I'm only wearing jelly shoes now with my dresses and tights. And my mom was like, you can have more than one pair of shoes. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm like, no, these are it. <laughs> That's so cute. Are jelly shoes like the ones that have little sparkles like in the. <sighs> yeah, they're like plastic. And they came back in seventh grade Oh, for a little bit. And I started to wear them again, but they make your feet sweat so much that you're just like are they like sandals are they sandals are they just like they're sandals they're like kind of like I don't want to say cage sandals but they're just like (laughs) cage is the little feet up (laughs) (laughs) you're just wearing (laughs) I'm just picturing like seven-year-old you like walking around in like fucking Las Vegas gladiator sandals (laughs) but they're like pink jelly (laughs) Honestly, yeah, that was it. They had a little bit of a heel. <laughs> That's so yeah. cute. I feel like those um, are something that people would wear today, but go on. I'm sure that they, they'll make a comeback at some point. Oh. But yeah, I had a lot of put together outfits, thanks to my mom. Shout out mom, who will Shout probably never hear this. Um, Mine probably. But <laughs> yeah, lots of like matching sweatpants and like turtlenecks. It was all did you have like a matching juicy couture era mm-hmm. I did that I was have... like right after my click era oh, mine was like in or before I got matching but it wasn't juicy couture naturally it was like light pink and I think it said like I think it said like love or cutie or something on the butt <laughs> on the butt yeah, I had a pair. I'd like saved all my babysitting money and got a jacket. Mm-hmm. It was navy blue. And then when we had our like eighth grade trip to Washington, DC, there was a juicy couture store. And oh. I was like, holy shit, this is heaven. So again, blew all my money on a pair of navy blue sweatpants. I still have them. Because <laughs> I'm like, I will never part with these. They're hilarious. No way. And like during COVID, and they were like way too big on me, but yeah. I just like had to have them. And during COVID, <laughs> I would FaceTime with my friends like all the time. And they're like, try on the juicy pants. Oh my God. And I'm like, okay, pants. fine. I will. So I tried them on. And the crotch was like literally an inch 
because it was like 2007. Oh my god! And I was like, I'm gonna not look in the mirror ever again after trying these on. (laughs) Like it was such an ego blow that I was like, (laughs) no, no, I have to take them off. No one takes screenshots. (laughs) That's like one nice thing about my child. I mean, I don't know if I could fit in like my middle school clothes. Fucking probably. I was a lot heavier than the like sweatpants. Absolutely. (laughs) I wish I had some juicy pants. I could probably still (laughs) fit in my cutie pants. (laughs) (laughs) That's one thing too. I think. Okay, guys, spoiler alert. We're going to talk about the ClickBook series here soon. But one thing I think that things like the click or like just that era of media because like our whole growing up every book worth reading every movie worth watching was about a popular rich mean girl and her friends and like them trying to get with boys but they always had these like very involved outfits like think like gossip girl yes everything was like so put together so put together so many accessories heavy on like bracelets on bracelets the hats (laughs) like (laughs) I remember I had this red beret (laughs) and I like it was probably in my click era and I wore like a kind of baby doll tunic top that they used to have at JCPenney but it was like black and I wore like black tights and probably black Mary Janes and then I had like a red beret (laughs) I wore it to church (laughs) I was like timeless (laughs) But what I was going to say, though, like about the juicy pants, I feel like that era really made like brand consciousness such a thing. And when I was like in fifth grade, I would go into an Abercrombie, even though like none of the shirts (laughs) (laughs) looked good. Let me say look good because I bought them anyway. (laughs) But I was like long shirts that were like, (laughs) oh, my God, the long, tiny shirts. Then go in there to that horny, good smelling store. <laughs> it was like 11. And I would blow my money on like two t shirts with the fucking moose on it. Like the biggest moose possible, just so everyone would know, like, this is Abercrombie. <laughs> and then I would walk out of there like the hottest bitch alive. The confidence that you got coming out, more so of Abercrombie kids. Like, once you went to adults you're like okay the self-awareness is setting in but kids I was like oh my god this is so cool house music I loved it I had no idea what it was but I was like I'm obsessed with this well I never went to Abercrombie Kids I didn't even know they had an Abercrombie Kids they did they opened at the same time in the Boise Town Square it was Abercrombie and Fitch downstairs, Hollister right above it, and then Abercrombie Kids was across the hall. So and it was just like a mecca of like teenage angst, just like oh my god, Abercrombie and Hollister were just do you consider yourself more of an Abercrombie girl or a Hollister girl? I was definitely more of an Abercrombie girl. Me too. I still like Abercrombie clothes. Mm-hmm. They really changed. That's what I heard. I haven't given them like much of a chance, but their sizing is really good too. Like, (laughs) like it's it's not like when we were kids, it was like, I'm going to make you feel like shit and make a size eight be really a size two. And then, well, no offense. At least you were like, could fit in them. (laughs) Barely. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I was like, I didn't so even try. Try. I was and like, then, oh no, I'm like three sizes bigger than my friend who it came with. I oh. have to lie about what size I'm getting. Oh my god, I oh my god, I so know what you're talking about. Honestly. <laughs> and that was the era too when at least girls from my school would like fucking layer their tops so much. Mm-hmm. So as as a plus size <laughs> child. I tried to do it too and it just was not the vibe at all but there was one girl I remember she was like a really skinny bitch like 80 (laughs) 80 pounds kind of girl (laughs) like I'm talking like eighth grade like this is not yeah but she I remember would wear a camisole no like a tight tank top and then a camisole and then a t-shirt and then a like little Abercrombie sweatshirt four things (laughs) yes and you could see like each layer Mm-hmm. of like at the bottom yeah it's like yeah I could never do that I no. could maybe fit like one tank top under and then I'm like this is getting really warm <laughs> it's hot and it's like stripy and weird and honestly the lace at the bottom <laughs> that, that damn white lace your <laughs> aeropostle was a big offender too yeah I, kind of I feel sure. like aeropostle girls are a different a different type of girl <laughs> Different breed. Sure. <laughs> um, but like those horizontal stripes at the bottom wouldn't have been flattering anyway. But I guess they could no. they could get away with it. <laughs> with the low rise jeans, even then I was like, absolutely not. Like I know this doesn't look good. <laughs> oh my god. I've like I've thought about getting low rise jeans because I have like a much flatter stomach than I used to in the day <laughs> but the thought of going to a women's store and trying on low-rise jeans oh my makes God. me want to end things and when like I- how would sizing work I know what I am in high-waisted but low-waisted I'm like wow. you're talking about the biggest part of my body <laughs> like <laughs> that's the thing I one time I went to a thrift store and I was like looking for really big men's jeans that I could maybe belt around my hips, but mm-hmm. no dice, but there's still time. I could, I could find a good. Yeah. There's time. Take it slow. I will not, I will not be there, but I, I mean, <laughs> I'm saying that I'm going to do it. Maybe it's like, I'll do low rise jeans only for Lent or something. <laughs> yeah <laughs> my thing is like the low rise in high school and middle school I was so scared of like my butt crack showing all the time oh, my yeah. friend and I called it BC we'd be like B- <laughs> BC alert like <laughs> when we would see it on each other or other people it's so and, like funny. that I have too much trauma around BC that alert Uh, 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 BC at 12 o'clock was that like a thing was that from a movie or something because I almost feel like I I know know. I've heard BC I've maybe uttered BC it probably is it's probably just something about 2009 that everyone was like BC so it's that click influence again Um, I'm glad that you bring up the BC though because I was actually going to ask you like five minutes ago did girls from your school, this was more of a high school thing for me, did women wear, girls, did girls wear spandex, like volleyball spandex under jeans? Did that yes. I, why? Did you do that? Why? Yes, I did. You did? I, like, this makes no sense. I think we were like trying to make it shapewear, which is <laughs> sad, but 
<laughs> at that age like why <laughs> see I guess I didn't realize that but I you know I had other problems to deal with but like I'm like, yeah. no fucking way am I adding more material back there. I think I only did it like once or twice. I'm like, this is so unnecessary. <laughs> For me, it was like always the really jockey girls that would do it, though. It wasn't like the prissy girls. It was kind of weird, but yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> it is really weird. And I don't know if I had tried it because like a lot of my friends in high school had like played soccer and I was like not athletic. Yeah. So I was like, oh, everyone's doing it just because like people I knew were doing it. I don't know. This is your attempt at um athleisure. At fitting in, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's just so embarrassing. Okay, I feel like we can officially delve into it because we have been. I'm Guys, ready. if you haven't read the click series by Lissy Harrison, you are severely missing out. <laughs> absolutely they're the perfect book it it's kind of embarrassing to me how much that middle school series like actually has shaped the person that I am unfortunately I agree I'm embarrassed about it but at the same time I love it (laughs) I'm sure that I've outgrown some of the bad It was a really bad influence. Like, they taught girls to be fucking mean. Fucking mean. And I loved it. Terrible influence. I loved it. Like, and I just loved every aspect of it. I can't really think anything else. Um, Okay, listeners, if you're not aware, the Click series was that brightly colored, like, plaid line of books on your middle school shelves. And they had titles like The Click. It was The Click, Best Friends for Never, Revenge of the Revenge Wannabes. Of the wannabes. <laughs> Dial L for um, Loser. I didn't really like that one because they like I go to Hollywood. Really <laughs> um, Invasion of the Boy Snatchers. <laughs> Bratfest at Tiffany's. I remember that. That was like one of the later yeah. That was like an Argyle cover. They switched from plaid to Argyle at some point. Or maybe it was interchangeable. I don't know. No, I I think they started with plaid and then I I, I agree with you. The eighth grade books. Because it started in seventh grade. And then the eighth grade books, I think, were Argyle. And they changed the the cover girls, too. I know. I didn't really like the second round so much. (laughs) Yeah, the you can't beat like the first five or six. The girls in the like the newer books looked more like they were in seventh grade and less like hot twenty three year olds. And I was like, oh, I look exactly like these girls because I have brown hair. Like <laughs> the girl that um in the first few books, the girl that was Alicia literally looked like Angelina Jolie. Like I- you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Yes, and that's how they painted her out to be in the book. I know. I was like, this is not a seventh grade girl that I know, but good for her. You know. Then, like, okay, guys, the premise is there's five main characters. Um, it's these very well-off girls that go to a private school called OC. No, it's OCD. Yeah, Octavian Country Day. Octavian Country Day. This book has like lots of little like 
name drops and like stupid jokes like that but OCD um and they're like super rich it's in new, um upstate New York and the girls okay so the ringleader is named Massey and she is like the bad <laughs> bitch on campus um she has like the richest family she has chestnut chestnut brown hair like Natalie <laughs> She is rich and bitchy, and she runs this group of girls that call themselves <laughs> the Pretty Committee. <laughs> or PC. Yes. <laughs> Maybe that's where BC came from. <laughs> it sounds too similar. <laughs> um, and the PC is like this click, ding, 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 of girls. Um, their members are Alicia who is a spicy Latina who um, has the biggest boobs in the grade. Yep. <laughs> and um, I believe it's like the first to kiss a boy. And she always wears Ralph Lauren. <laughs> I, remember I forgot the- about that detail. <laughs> I remember a lot of detail. And then Dylan is the redhead daughter who is like, quote unquote, like the hefty girl. I think she's like a size six. And <laughs> she's the daughter of a news anchor and she's like pretty chill but pretty passive and she's always like concerned about eating and losing weight like that's her that's her (laughs) storyline oh Coco's knocking stuff over and then there's this girl named Kristen who's sporty and actually poor she's so poor oh my god (laughs) she's so poor she lives in an apartment complex and then like changes into borrowed clothes from the school nurse before she like gets picked up by Massey's driver in the morning. Oh my god, yeah. And then there is um Claire, who's Claire. the villain. The villain. What's the name of like not I guess Claire kind of is the protagonist. There's two. It's like Massey and Claire. Claire is this loser. <laughs> Oh, Dial L for Loser. That was another book. Dial L for Loser. (laughs) Claire is this girl that moved to OCD from Florida because her dad like got laid off. And she lives in Massey's guest house. And she's tacky AF, typical Floridian. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. She's like a blonde bitch that actually acts like she was in middle school and she has blunt blonde bangs. <laughs> and like people actually like her more than Massey because she's like normal, whatever. She's down to earth, which Massey could never, and we loved her for that. <laughs> Claire, see, I did you ever watch the movie? Yes. I yeah. like recently rewatched it a couple years ago. Me too. I mean, during like height of COVID, I was like, I have to do it. Me too. I've probably seen it like 10 times, but <laughs> I owned it. I'll tell you. That. <laughs> um, but I watched it, I think, last year. And like, I don't really remember Claire. Claire is what they called her. Um, I don't really remember Claire in the book that much because I think I like only know her from the movie. I remember like a big her in the first <laughs> book, but after that, mm-hmm. I don't really remember her that much. I'm not gonna but lie, she was, like a huge deal, and she like hacked Massey's computer and like uh-huh. messaged 
all of the girls like to get their rude secrets. stuff yeah mm-hmm. and then like to turn everyone against Massey mm-hmm. which then was like the whole plot of the second bo- or yeah second book Revenge was of the Wannabes Revenge of the Wannabes also when I- Alicia starts her own clique oh. and then they have that like cosmetics competition that was my favorite book so I remember oh, right. that one well. <laughs> is that the one where the lips blow up at the cosmetics yes. competition okay and they put that in the movie, even though that's in the second book. What yeah. I love about Revenge of the Wannabes is these seventh grade girls. You <laughs> they're in seventh grade and they make them so sexy, which is inappropriate, but like <laughs> no know. one that's not in seventh grade is reading them. But like they get to go to a is it a boy girl party? Is that or is it it's just like girls? A dance? Is it okay. a dance? Or the sleepover. I'll see what. Uh, well, no, I'm thinking about um when they dressed as like slutty devils and like <laughs> wore oh, yeah little like hot pants and like ripped up their tights and like exposed their little like Victoria's Secret pink bras. Oh my god! I'm like Lacey Harrison. What are you doing? <laughs> Honestly, I kind of envy her. Like, imagine if you would have got paid to write this. That's so true. Yeah, I would have loved that. <laughs> um, what do you personal question, reflection time? <laughs> Which member of the pretty committee do you think that you're most like? Well, back in the day, I really wanted to be Massey. Of course. Like I had to be her. I wanted a pug. Oh yeah. And then everything. Um, but realistically I don't know I feel like a Dylan (laughs) Dylan's like the best one I think and she just is kind of there she's just there like that's realistically like what I was but I was like I'm Massey Block (laughs) you make much more of a splash than Dylan I'm obviously Massey (laughs) obviously I mean I don't know maybe I'm Claire vibes but I don't like to say that I don't know to be a Massey everyone wants to be a Massey I think that in some ways I am Massey-ish because I'm take leadership roles in friendship groups (laughs) and I'm also pretty like cunty (laughs) to be honest but um in middle school I was probably a Dylan because of like my weight issues and in reality I'm probably a Kristen because I think I can sometimes be a poser (laughs) wow and I'm blonde that is deep (laughs) that is really deep (laughs) oh my god I think maybe that's the point there we're all just a little bit of all of them I know did we just crack the code I think we did and girls too (laughs) I saw this thing um I don't think I saved it so I don't know if I can like remember it right but it was this post about girls and it said I um it's like I say I'm a Jessa but I'm actually a Hannah um no no it's I I know exactly <laughs> I'm gonna pull, I'm gonna pull up I'm it. pulling it up <laughs> okay pull it up <laughs> it's not like that was just rough okay well you pull it up I'm gonna fill my Celsius cocktail hold on okay I found it oh okay Thank you. I'll cut it out. Yep. So it's I'm a Hannah, but to other Hannahs, I'm a Jessa. To men, I'm a Shoshana, and I'm never a Marnie. 
God. Okay. Okay, will you repeat that for a dramatic effect? No, yes. Okay. Let me know when I should repeat it. <laughs> I think you really good drink right now. It's Celsius and it's half Celsius and then I pour um, peach pear LaCroix into it. Oh, okay. that does sound good. It's very good. Um, um, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. The tweet is shout out to Clocialism on Twitter. I'm a Hannah, but to other Hannahs, I'm a Jessa. To men, I'm a Shoshana, and I'm never a Marnie. That's like the most accurate thing. It is. It is. But what? sometimes I have a little bit of Marnie, and I don't really? like to admit it. <laughs> And it's just her, like, anal qualities. Mm -hmm. It's not the cunty qualities. It's just, like, no. the, like, overly, like, self-conscious, everything has to be perfect. That's that very, like, self-reflective of you. I wouldn't have said that myself. Thank you. I'm glad you can see it. It's <laughs> Marnie, um, Tenny and I went to Megan on Monday. Are you, like, aware of that movie? Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I've don't go. seen it everywhere. <laughs> I, I can't say don't go. It wasn't good, but it was entertaining. It was a little long. But why I say Marnie is <laughs> Marnie, um, Allison Williams, like the only other role I've ever seen her play, plays this like cold, like out of touch robotics engineer that like builds Megan for her niece when her sister and her husband die in a car accident. Oh my god. But it's like not scary at all. It's just stupid. Like Megan's just like a little baby doll that like eventually last quarter of the movie like kills people. But she's not a baby doll. She's like a hot preteen doll. Like an American girl doll. She's like more sex sexualized than American girl a little bit. She's kind of like the click interesting a click doll I would have had all of the click dolls oh, don't sure. get me started. um <laughs> I was such a poser about the click though I I don't know if you remember in the movie when they have the sleepover and all the girls have the like cute sleeping bags that have their initials on them yes. I like beg 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 my parents to get me one of those from Pottery Barn teen <laughs> I always wanted everything out of the PBT and catalog oh. and never once got anything, but I like to I, dream. <laughs> I got a couple things, but it's like, I wanted it more than like life itself. Like I got, yeah. um, I got the sleeping bag. I got, the, I got this like very, very, very cute bedspread that was like hot pink and darker hot pink hearts on a comforter. And then like, the sheets were green and pink striped and then I got like funky polka dot pillows it was like okay, very cute eclectic kind of kawaii collection pbt oh, wow. was awesome I would it really was I'd like I would money to like get a PBT right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> like those loft beds the lifted lofts with the um, desk underneath um, I wanted one so bad I really thought that was like the coolest thing in the world and I thought that, like, everyone had them. And my mom was like, this is so expensive. Like, <laughs> like buy a lot. I don't think you realize that this bed is 
$1,200. I'm like, big whoop. <laughs> I need to impress all my other friends that have loft beds. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> of course like, not. I never had a friend with a loft bed. I, I'm like, a huge regret that I have is I actually had a canopy bed, like a real bed on a bed frame that was white painted wood like romantic canopy and when I was like an angsty like 11 year old I didn't think it was cool anymore so like we got rid of it and then I put my mattress on the floor because I thought that was like a cool teen thing to do like a like bot spring mattress you know it wasn't just like yeah like a low bed you were trying to go for like platform bed vibes but (laughs) (laughs) I had a twin bed all growing up and like I could never make a twin bed look cool no so I don't know it's still it's still in my parents house but that's like a con about the canopy bed was it was twin but it was really cute at the time like if I ever had a daughter I'd love to do that sometimes I think like if I ever had to live in a studio I think it'd be kind of cute to like partition your bed off in a kind of canopy way totally I don't know how to do that I have to say on the pod just acknowledge it you have had the nicest bedrooms of anyone I've ever been in I think I've been (laughs) in three no I've I've been in four and they've all just been such like a heavenly little space thank you yeah I love a like clean bedroom as my bedroom right now is currently a mess but yeah that's sanctuary vibes yeah I mean the mess is me right now Because I'm cat sitting, so it's like I get back in the morning and then I just throw everything on the floor and then just I'm like I'll deal with it when I'm done cat sitting. But yeah, definitely still have like the white vibes going on. <gasps> okay, can I ask? Um, does beef beef is your cat? You guys, does beef's gray hair get on your white? Like, does it make a mess? It really doesn't. That's nice. Okay, because yeah. I really desperately want white bedding for like my new place my mom's yeah. like no way in hell like Coco's hair should be all over it which it might be but I guess I could just like wash my bedding I mean He's I a feel lip like roller. moms moms are always against white bedding like growing up my mom was like no white bedding and no. then when I went to college I was like and I moved into an apartment uh-huh. I was like I want white bedding and my mom was like you're gonna regret that no and sometimes I did with like my spray tanning addiction for a while (laughs) but like you can always bleach it you can always wash it definitely if you get white bedding make sure you go with the duvet oh yeah so then you can put it in the washer instead of like an actual comforter okay that's smart yeah thank you for actually (laughs) (laughs) speaking of I Coco's like knocking over my little breakables for attention no I almost make her sound like a really bad cat and she's not um no I your bedroom on King Street was like in that apartment with the hardwood floors that was my favorite Spumante girl destination and honestly like if I had a last meal like death row (laughs) death row bedroom to sleep in I think that (laughs) that I'm so honored that was a good it was a fine room, but I yeah. love I don't know. I just was such a contrast from like mine at the time, which was so like psychedelic pink, like throw up everywhere. And it was cool. Which but... I did love that too. Thank you. <laughs> With the <laughs> My apartment like, string lights. Yeah. 
my apartment now is still kind of like that I'm, honestly I'm ready to like ditch this aesthetic but I don't want to do yeah, it are you moving I am moving at some point I have no idea when we're how but it must happen in the next few months it, like Are you saying in Spokane? You don't yeah. have to spoil on the pod, but <laughs> no, I'm not saying in Spokane. <gasps> Where are you going? I um okay. I, I'm holding my baby. Hi. <laughs> She's like, no. <laughs> um, you know, for a very long time, I was really torn between Austin and New York. Um, like really 50-50 split on that, and then like a couple months ago, I just had an epiphany like I had never even considered it but I'm like I should move to LA and I know that sounds dumb and it sounds no, like I love it <laughs> girl with a dream it's not like to try to make it like I want to make that clear but my reservations <laughs> yeah. with Austin and New York they're both about eight hours to get home if you don't have layovers at the airport mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm close to my family like especially since my dad passed and mm-hmm. Austin's the same ways away and New York is frigid cold and I love New York. It's like my favorite city, but it gets colder than like where it is here and I'm miserable and it's very dark. Yeah. Um, I'd still be honored to live in New York. Like if I could afford a nice apartment and stuff, but rent in New York is like $1,600 for a bedroom with two stranger girls. And like I there's not even laundry in the unit. It's crazy. And it's like so competitive. You have to have like a broker. Yeah. It's wild. awful. I'm on, I'm on this page. Um, that friend of the pod, Sydney, who I love. I'm sorry, I probably won't move to New York anymore. But she um, added me to this like rental group in New York page. And it'll be like, hi, girls. I'm subleasing my apartment for six months. Rent is $1,900. Um, and there's a washing and you get a closet. And um, laundry is down the block, but it's close to the L train or <laughs> It's so oh my god so it, it's very disheartening and then that post will have like 40 comments on it like I'm interested dm 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 um it's a lot and then Austin was perfect and warm and stuff but it's still so far away mm-hmm. I honestly may still apply for jobs in Austin because like I adore it as a city but I was like LA is about four hours to get home it's much yeah. cheaper it's on the water it's warm it's closer to all my friends you know, it's not just like my home, but I'd really, be, if I moved East, I'd really be ditching 95% of the people in my life, you know? Yeah. And that's a hard move. Mm-hmm. For sure. Any move is hard, but that would be especially yeah. tough. So I'm, that's my number one thought because you can afford an okay apartment in LA for the same price as a bedroom in New York. It's true. <laughs> and I don't know, it's like health conscious, it's sunny. I think I like it. Anyway, I'll stop. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. Oh my. I wish I could show you what Coco's doing. Just <laughs> she she's very long as a cat. She like can be like up to three feet long, and she's standing on top of her cat condo thing, up as tall as like a pike, and she's whacking my <laughs> my Christmas lights. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway. I love her. She's, she's heaven okay so my like prompt that I told you that we talk about back to the click <laughs> guys um so in the click books and movie Massey the ringleader 
like logs onto her Mac computer and opens a note in the Mac and she oh makes God. a state of the union and she does it like multiple times a book. And that is basically a blank like Mac notebook page where she'd write in, out. And then she'd like write three things that were into her and three things that were out. Um, when I was a kid, I used to do this because we had a Mac. <laughs> so, like, Jealous. We had a Mac, but we didn't have internet. So. <laughs> <laughs> but you had photo booth and that's had, all that matters. I had photo grade. booth <laughs> and I had the notes app. So I would do what she did, like in the same font. <laughs> Obsessed. <laughs> um, did you make them when you were a kid? I did. I remember I had one specifically that was like in white nail polish, out red nail polish. <laughs> I can't remember like what else I did, but that's like the one that sticks out to me. But I would make them in like Word documents and then bury them like in the files of my computer so no one would find them. <laughs> I'm like, my mom cannot see this right now. <laughs> I know. And I would like have computer time, even though I didn't have internet again. Our computer's in the basement and I would draw things on photo booth or like the paint thing. Yeah. I would make State of the Unions or play like some solitaire I somehow had on there. And that was, <laughs> that was my computer hour. Um, but the reason I bring it up is you guys... I asked Natalie to make a state of the union of what she's feeling right now. I made one as well. Oh <laughs> I'd love God. to dive into that. <laughs> Let's talk about I'm the nervous. culture. Okay. I'll, I'll start. I'll start. Maybe we could okay. go blow for blow. Yeah, um, you go. So I said in is real meat. <laughs> oh my God. Coco, stop, please. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> interrupt this message. Coco, stop shaking my lights, okay? Please. <laughs> Sorry. I, I don't think You're I good. can cut that out, but um, okay. So I'm going to start by saying out impossible burgers in real meat. <laughs> Love. I feel like that's like really going on right now. Like I feel I like. I like impossible meat. Me like neither. I'd rather just eat than like a fake meat product like (laughs) like they taste fine but and this is like such a stupid like conservative bodybuilder like health nut take but if you eat a burger the ingredients are like burger and spices and if you eat an impossible burger it's like 30 chemicals (laughs) like at the end you know like, it's soy, which is like fine, but it's soy, and then it's like all these and a million other additives to make it stick together. Stuff. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, if you so don't like it. meat, why do you want to eat something that tastes like meat? I, I know, know that's my thing too. Like my coworker is a vegetarian, and she like doesn't eat fresh vegetables or anything like that. But she only, I mean, they eat like Morningstar Farm stuff, and like you know, like fake fish sticks, I think she said. Like, it's not like high quality. And no vegetables. (laughs) Okay, we're going to have to pause for a second. Okay. (laughs) This is the first time she's ever done it. Coco, that was very naughty. I've been here four years. These lights have been up for four years. Oh my God, she just jumped up onto the wall and pulled down. She didn't pull them down all the way. Penny, 
cocoa. I don't know what you did. <laughs> it's not cool. No. Come here. Mm -mm. No. No. I know you want attention, but no. So sorry. <laughs> oh my god, that was a pretty broke a light. Anyway. Oh my god. Cats can be so annoying. I love them, but like, fuck off sometimes, you know? But sometimes. I know. Okay, I'm sorry, you guys. For that little pause I had to take, my cat just like, pulled down my whole thing of string lights that have been hanging for four years. Not onto the ground, but she tried. Anyway, so that was my <laughs> that was my first in and out, my first state of the union. What do you have? Okay, for? do you want me to go? Yes. <laughs> I have, I'll do the same, I'll do the same format. I okay. have out, sitting at the bar when you go to eat. Marvelous. In sitting on the same side of the booth I love I'm one of those people I love the same side of the booth thing you can people watch together that is I'm into it that's a hot take I, I really like that people will judge whatever but I like it <laughs> I think especially like for a date too I know you're not making eye contact but I think it can be kind of cold so if you're like especially if you're at a table table like sometimes those seem so far away. Very good. Okay, my next one. I said <laughs> in alcohol alternatives and out party rat culture. I did the same thing. <laughs> Except party rat culture is a totally better way to put it. I what did you say? Oh, I hey. said in low alcohol bevies and oh, love it. out hangovers. <laughs> Well, they are out. I don't know. I dry January's over and I'm still not drinking. I will someday, but I'm like, I don't really miss it. Um, have you tried any of the, do you, you bought the Kins, didn't you? Yeah, I did try Kin. I liked those. <laughs> Me too. I also just bought my friend the Gia, like oh. aperitif. That uh -huh. was like the aesthetic packaging. Um, I've never tried it, but I was like, this would be a good gift. It's like a nice bottle of alcohol, but it's not alcohol. So I, I do want to that. buy that for myself. Also, a side note, you can add when you buy the bottle, if you buy it directly from their site, you can add like cocktail stirs. Oh, cute. And they're totally random and they're so cute. They're like little blown glass. The picture on the website was like an orange and a lime on top of the like little cocktail stir. But the ones that they sent me was like this cute little like periwinkle, like chess piece and what? a and a chili pepper. Oh, I need that. I know. But they I was like, free? what a good incentive. No, they're like six dollars. That's not bad. If you just, yeah, if you just add them to your order. So I'm like, really okay, I'm buying this. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel like they're really going to take off, especially since, like, Bella Hadid has sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> like, Bella's new flavor. Um, I tried – did you have stock issues at Gia? Like, no. That's nice. Okay, maybe I'll look into that because I tried to order off Kin and, like, basically everything was sold out. I bought really? I bought them last year and it was like no problem. But yeah, now that they're trendy, which is a good thing, I think. Mm -hmm. Um I bought like the aperitif from them and it got lost mm -hmm. in the mail. <laughs> so I, 
weird I know I'm yeah sad. I've been wanting to try like the bottle instead of the spritzes Gia has spritzes too this I is mean, oh Hello. my god <laughs> oh my gosh your your kitty's so much cuter than not cuter no honey you did not hear that better Coco. be <laughs> hey Coco do you want to say hi let's put them together yes Come, there's you a want kitty. to say hello to Coco? Kitty on the screen. Come here. You are so long. Look. Guys, we're letting our cats meet over yeah. Zoom. Hey. Say hi. Hi, do you see the kitty? He's like refuses to look at the screen. <laughs> He's there racist, because like, <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. Okay, that's a great one. Um I can't stop, okay? <laughs> I, um, my like, dream, and I touched on this a little bit in the last episode, is I would love, love, love to see more alcohol alternatives like that in bars. Yes. Because they're, like, it feels like drinking. You still get the effect, but, you know, it helps like, yeah. people too, like people that actually don't drink at all. It'd be marvelous for them. Totally. And like... I love a cocktail. Mm-hmm. It's like if there was like a fun cocktail, obviously you can get like mocktails places, but like if you knew you could get like Gia in a bar. Oh yeah. And you could ask for like Gia and soda or whatever. Like I would pay eight dollars for that oh, cocktail. My God. Like, I'd probably pay more, frankly. Yeah. You know. Like, and, okay, if you own a bar, <laughs> listeners, stock up. I think you'd have a lot of people that want to buy it. Cool. And um, like non-alcoholic beer, we oh, tried yeah. some of that over dry January. I did it was good. It over, tasted oh. like um, just like regular beer. They had like a pale ale and an IPA, uh-huh. a goza, which is like a sour, and like they really come a long way with this. Oh, that's how you say that goza. I think so. I, I always know. say ghosts. <laughs> ghosts. <laughs> I honestly have no idea. I've never been corrected, but that probably wouldn't be good for business. Oh my god. I we're just little cat girls now. Cooks live. Just cat girls. Do cats have like awareness? Like when they see themselves in the mirror, do they know it's them? I don't know. Maybe I sometimes, wonder. but if they like don't recognize themselves, they're like, that's an enemy. Yeah, you'd think that they'd freak out, but, like, Coco never has. Maybe she, like, just doesn't look at it or, like, can't see the screen because she didn't react. And she's not, like, reacting to your voice either. Interesting. Yeah, I feel like Beef has really bad eyesight. Mm -hmm. Because, like, if I throw a treat at him and it doesn't land directly (laughs) in front of him on, like, a solid color part of the floor... He, like, has no idea where it is. <laughs> sometimes I think because cats are, like, so, like, crafty sometimes that, like, we think that they're smarter than they are. I yeah, mean, I, probably. Think, I, think that, I think that her um, social intelligence is very high, but <laughs> sometimes, like, I try to, like, <laughs> yeah, again, if something's not right in front of her face, she, like, does not register. Very sneaky, it though. Like, mm-hmm. how she pulled down the lights because she needed attention. That was bullshit. like that was, They know when they're doing really something weird. bad. <laughs> I have this um jewelry table that, like, has lots of these, like, cute little breakable trinkets and, like, all my perfume bottles and stuff and, like, delicate little necklaces I've laid out on the table. And she doesn't do it so much anymore, like, knock on wood. 
But if it was nighttime or she wanted to wake me up, she would jump up there and just kind of walk around and like walk uh-huh. around and like maybe like flick at something, you know, and it's right in front of my bed. So I'd have to get up. Drove oh me nuts. God. Okay. My next, that. my next state of the union, I'm saying, um, I'm saying fake freckles are out. I'm not a fan of those if you use them good on you but I don't like the concept <laughs> and um, kind of weird I think that fake tanner is gonna be in like probably I'm down for that <laughs> I've I've actually never fake tan like I look so pale in the zoom maybe I should <laughs> I don't know I'm just gonna be like with the y2k and like all on TikTok, everyone's been doing like the Pam Anderson filter and like the 90s thin eyebrow filter and stuff. And I just feel like being really stupid tan as a white person is going to come back. I do. Probably. I love some good like fake tanner in the summer specifically because I'm like, I don't want my legs out when they're like pasty. I just like can't pull off the pale girl thing. I wish I could. I wish I could too. I but really I just can. can't. So I love I love a fake tan. Luckily, <laughs> but I not tan. too far. Not, not too far. <laughs> I tan really easy, which is nice. Like I drove in the sun the other day and like have more. You can really tell, but like I have more color. Um, you know, just from that little thing. But oh my god, I went to the gym in shorts. <laughs> which is a big no-no. Um, it was Planet Fitness. They really have everything. <laughs> the $10 membership and like the worst cellulite lighting I've ever seen in my life. I was the worst. horrified. Oh my God. I was oh my horrified. God. I, I just so experienced shy. that. <laughs> and like, I saw it like right when I got there and I just had to like, you know, deal with it. <laughs> but, the worst. But terrible. Oh but like, God. I think the reason that it looked so bad is because I'm so pale. It's terrible. I, mean, I had the same um, thought this weekend. I went to Nordstrom Rack and I was like, I need to like find a little more like work clothes. I uh-huh. went to try stuff on and I was like, oh my God, this is the worst cellulite lighting. I've never felt worse <laughs> about myself. Cellulighting. So <laughs> we just coined a term. It ruined my whole day. <laughs> Hey, I don't know what changing rooms have fucking out for people. Like if I was a changing room designer, I'd say, hey, make people feel good. Make it really dark in there. Hollister. Um, yeah. the like, they did. They did. Yeah. Would you rather have like a way skinny mirror or like a normal mirror, like in a changing room? Because it is kind of just hard. A normal to- mirror. Yeah. Because it sucks when you go from the like sexy, your perfect changing room, and then you like walk by a window and you're like, oh, <laughs> no, no, the cellulating's out. It's a bad feeling, but like those um mirrors that they sell at Walmart where they're like really skinny and like plastic, and everyone had them in college. I, I, I was like, one. okay. I cannot do them. I'm like, this is a skinny mirror. I'm at least 15 pounds heavier than what I look in this mirror so just get them away from me I have that mirror and it makes me feel really good about myself I mean they're great but then you get in another mirror and you're like is this a fat mirror I know like it really enables my um my (laughs) self-denial 
it, same. <laughs> so I'm like, I have to avoid this at all. Costs. I'm like, I'm a massy. I look like every skinny mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I am Bella Hadid. <laughs> I am Bella Hadid. <laughs> my name, my name is Bella Hadid. I think Bella is like the icon of our generation, I think, but. For sure. She's getting there. <laughs> she's getting there. I mean, I can't think of like a more famous model in pa- recent years, at least. Yeah. That everyone cared yeah. about so much, but social media is such a catalyst for that. Okay. Yeah. Um, that was mine. What's your next? Mine is in credit card debt and out being responsible. Good <laughs> <laughs> for fucking you. <laughs> Are you blowing anything right now? Like, um, no, just let it, just let it sit, you know, <laughs> pay off, pay off a little bit. <laughs> My thing is I'm like too responsible right now and it's a good thing, but I'm like that really limiting good. myself. Like I, <laughs> I have like to-do lists that I do every day. And if I don't like do everything on the list, it's like really earth shattering like, in some in OCD head. way. But yeah. um, after the last episode, if you were listening, you guys, you probably heard me be have some inner conflict because <laughs> I have a paid month off in June. Um, and it's an awesome thing. And I was like, I'm gonna go to Italy for a month. And then I was like, no, I'm trying to move, I'm trying to start a new job. Like I shouldn't do that. I found out on the last pod that Austin <laughs> Car Stutter is gonna be in Italy in June. Oh my god. And he's like already planning on being there. So I'm like, oh, fuck. Like that it, it, it just like really sunk in me what a missed opportunity it would be like not just to see him but like when am I gonna have a, that much time off again so I'm going True. to Italy officially I bought my <laughs> ticket that's so exciting um word for dude it was like tickets were originally like $1,400 to fly there Saturday I just looked on a whim out of Creston BC which is like a couple hours from me and I would be flying into Dublin, which is like a short little hop, skip, and a jump to Rome. $700 round trip. Holy shit. So. That's pretty that. good. It's really good. It was like half the price. I did it immediately. Yeah. So I've accumulated some CC debt. but You'll pay it off soon. Good. I won't, but you will. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That was my original point is I'm like not going out I'm like buying very cheap groceries I'm not like buying anything for myself because I'm like insistent on making these like six seven hundred dollar credit card payments like yeah if not one if not twice a month at least once but I just want to go on it like stresses me out I know it does like feel icky but I'm like will I ever not have that I don't know no, no I I mean I just was kind of thinking I'm like you'll hopefully not soon but like you die with your debt like it can be your spouse's problem (laughs) rack it up sister (laughs) I'm only 27 and I'm just gonna keep going no it's really not that much it's just like January is always the worst for Mm -hmm. like spending because you're like catching up from Christmas and everything Mm -hmm. so I should have it handled by like April maybe (laughs) but we'll see (laughs) being responsible is out I know Okay, my next one is, um, I'm saying in is Fred again, like the artist, and out is everyone else. (laughs) (laughs) I love, I love that. I I feel like, I I saw TikTok about it, but I do feel like all of a sudden, 
many, many, many girls, including myself, have like abandoned every other artist for like casual listening. I'm like Fred again radio, Fred again shuffle, Fred again mixed to, you know. <laughs> and like that sounds funny, but I feel like it's really becoming like kind of part of the culture instead of like Dua Lipa and stuff. I feel like it's kind and of. And he's amazing. I saw him at the Gorge <sighs> in October. Oh my God. And like, if you have the chance to see him, absolutely do it because it was I incredible. Love and to. like, he's so big into like mental health and like incorporates like smaller artists into his stuff. Like, he's amazing. So yeah, and he's so cute. I I know he's adorable. I'm so jealous you got to see him. What I love about like this kind of COVID era since he's been like naming his songs after people and like incorporating their voice messages into all the songs and it's like I know but I love it I've seen some like funny TikToks where it's I don't even know what it was but it's like Fred again's um family members and friends leaving him a voicemail and they're all like nervous (laughs) because <laughs> I think he's gonna post it like <laughs> that's actually really true because like there's one and I think it's pulled me out of this or something I don't know but it's oh, like yeah hi Fred I haven't seen you in so long can we get together <laughs> yeah I'd be like uh hey <laughs> or there's me. one where like in the background you can hear like I just want you to see me Fred <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I love it okay guys stream Fred again be part of the movement all the hot <laughs> girls are listening to Fred again okay do you have another Obviously. one um I have in voice notes out regular texting that's kind of Fred again-esque but I agree True. but like especially when you're venting like I had mm-hmm. to vent today and I was like I'm going to send this in a voice note. I'm not going to type it out. And it felt like so much more cathartic uh-huh. to be like, oh, then yeah. type it out. <laughs> that's that's very true. I think the one, for me, the one con of voice notes is if I get one, they're usually from like Randy Town and I'm like afraid <laughs> to open them when I get them. You know? <laughs> it's true. It's, it's hard like, to listen to them, but sending them. <laughs> sending them is, it's a beautiful, like one-sided relationship. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Okay. We've kind of, been talking a long time I have a I wanted to do in and out of like a couple of random topics so I'm just gonna go through the list and we can talk about each one for like two seconds okay is it in or is it out chickpeas in in (laughs) I would just agree say out really you're over them <laughs> honestly since I wrote all of these I know how I'm voting and most of them are <laughs> most of them are out to okay. be honest I love chickpeas okay. but they're I feel like we're in this like gut health era and they're not great for the gut <laughs> that's good to know I don't eat them all the time but I just got an air fryer so I'm like they are I good have to put chickpeas in them I've done that Okay, next on the list is um, Lizzo. <laughs> I think she's out. <laughs> I think she might need to take a break. I don't know. <laughs> love her. I don't but dislike I don't, her like, as a person. I don't listen to her all the time. You know, I have to be, like, in a mood. I have to be, like, at a party with friends. Like, it's not casual listening, like you yeah. said. I, I Yeah, I like the songs. I like her as a person. I just feel like her era has kind of ended 
like I think she'll continue to make music but I feel like the Lizzo era is kind of I think she'll pivot and probably mm-hmm. go like a different direction which I'm excited to see what that is but I yeah like her. the girl power mm-hmm. she needs we to pivot. hate girls now <laughs> girls Fuck hate that. girls now like obviously girl power but like <laughs> obviously no problem. fuck all these people okay next on the list um amc theaters i've never been really okay they don't then... have them oh, so out okay. <laughs> i i like them for like the Kate, uh, nicole kidman ad but yeah, I don't with love... this heartbreak feels good in a place like this. <laughs> sparkly tugs. I don't think that they um I don't know. I am not a huge fan of the like lazy boy seating in theaters. Really? I love it. But I, I, I get kind of, I yeah, I fall asleep and I like when I've been on dates, I feel like it's harder to have like casual intimacy in those two. That's hard... true. Especially <laughs> if you're like leaned back. You gotta be uncomfortable for that to happen. <laughs> It's harder to get um, fingered in the theater. <laughs> so true. I'm getting that. It's not happened to me, but maybe that's why they did it. Okay. The next up is um, butt stuff. In or out? It depends on the day. I <laughs> Am I drunk? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. We'll say it's in. We're good for alternative methods. I feel like it's always going to be in, but I'm kind of glad that there's less of a focus on it. I feel like in mm-hmm. recent times, I feel like there is like was like a lot of pressure to eat us for it for a while. Yeah, <laughs> like, three, like three years ago, it was like if yeah, you don't eat that was ass, like a you're big nothing. <laughs> yeah, you're a normie if you don't do that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I like decentralizing it. Mm-hmm. For me personally, it's not my preference, but it's fun every once in a while. <laughs> it's it's kind of like it was too central in our discussion. It lost the appeal to me. I like it when things have some taboo, you know? Yeah. Okay. Um. Next is um buckle fat removal or buccal. Buccal out. out. I, I hate it. It looks so bad. It's scary. <laughs> Like, I have a round face. We'll Which love to have a jawline one day, but like, I'm not gonna look like handsome Squidward. Like, I am. It just looks so bad. It looks so bad. I look like, like handsome Squidward. I'm sorry Squidward if anyone you. got it who's listening to this. I'm sure you look lovely, but like, I'm just thinking of me and some botched photos I've seen, which they all look botched, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I think most of them do. And like, I read this thing, I think the Cut wrote an article talking about how everyone was getting like tons of face fillers and now they're doing the buckle fat. It's like, you know, that's going to swing back. So if you're sucking the fat out of your face when you're a few years older, when you're already going to look thinner in the face anyway, now you're going to have to fill it back up to like young again. I don't know. It just ages people so much. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it just doesn't look like a naturally thin face. It just no. looks like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> looks like you're dying. I um already have a pretty structured, it's funny that you said a handsome Squidward, because I don't think this is like a flex, but I have been told 
in photos that I like handsome Squidward like on multiple occasions. <laughs> so I think that if I got buckle fat remover, I would look like Skeletor, like scary. And you know, yeah, your probably. face is your face. Your face is your face. Like love your face. You know, love your face, girls. Love your beautiful <laughs> face, girls and boys and boys <laughs> and everyone. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, real quick, dad sneakers. For me, out. Yeah, they're they're dying. I like how they make yeah. their legs look skinny, but True. other than that. But I don't know. And they kind of like look bad or weird with most types of pants. You mm-hmm. have like a very, you have to have a very specific pant on. That is a very good Or pant. shorts or a dress. I don't know. I feel I've like. I've never you, really been into them. It's very like, you have to have a minimal short dress or a minimal long long dress with a slit or it has to be sweats or it has to be like leggings but like stylishly done uh, I think or that's- like slacks like the long Ooh, ass yeah. like dragging on the floor like that can be kind of a vibe to be honest I do love that look but for it's me man. personally I they're out. can't they're yeah. out they're they're dying guys throw them away you get here first <laughs> jelly shoes only jelly shoes okay and then my last question is Israel <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm kidding you know how to answer that but that was my last one obsessed no comment <laughs> Israel lol is what I said okay do you want to play the game I know you've yeah. been going for a long time but I just I love it okay guys if you don't know the gist of this game if you're a new listener or I've never made it through an episode <laughs> um a welcome um so the recurring theme of this show since it's called smoking porch is kind of to mirror the random silly crazy conversations that you have on a smoking porch so I have this big jar of questions there's like over a hundred in there and at this point I've written like half of them but former guests have written the rest because after each episode and I'm going to ask Natalie to do the same thing I have um, my guests submit three questions of their own. Um, And if there's something you really don't want to answer, I just ask that you make a $25 donation to Planned Parenthood. Um, But that hasn't happened yet. (laughs) Randy donated just for fun, which was kind of nice. Okay. So I'm shaking it up. What color do you want? We have pink, purple, blue, yellow, and green. Let's do pink. For Massey Block. Hey, for Massey Block. <laughs> I love you. Oh, that's purple. That's purple. Okay. Oh. Okay, this is a good one. This <laughs> took me a second to read. Um, and this is from dear friend of mine and former guest of the pod, Tyler Tennyson. Um, what cooking triumphs and or disasters stand out in your memory? I'm gonna say for you. Like my personal. Yeah. Like, have you had any like cooking triumphs or disasters or like funny stories? I'm trying to think. Okay. Malcolm my Gladwell. one, no. <laughs> my one triumph that sticks out is one time I made like a healthy Zupa Toscana from um, like Olive, Olive Garden. Garden. Oh. 
Um, but it was like a healthified version of it. And it was so fucking good. And I made it for my friends. We used to do like a Wednesday dinner. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. And I felt like so proud. Because I feel like I've always been like an okay cook. And it wasn't anything fancy. But then I was like, okay, I love this. And then ever since I'm like, soups are what I excel at. Anything else, I'm like, fine. But I can make a good fucking soup. So that sounds so good. Is Zuppa Toscana like with the Italian sausage and and like kale, um, and then like a brothy, but still kind of like creamy. Yeah. Taste. Oh, that's that sounds so good. good. Good for you, Queen. No Thanks. disasters. Not that I can think of. I remember like as a kid, like messing up a recipe, like when I was cooking with my mom and just like being so nervous like oh my god I actually I accidentally put four cups of flour in this but that's really it not really a disaster I haven't lit anything on fire I'll say that (laughs) I haven't I haven't either I'm a pretty anal cook though like I follow recipes well and like watch that shit okay marvelous zuppa toscana that sounds really good (laughs) It's I have, like so no. Good. I can send you the recipe. Actually, I'd really love that because I have like no. I'm not gonna make it tonight, but I have like no warm yeah. food in my house. I'm like, do I make a chicken salad or do I make like a steak salad? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I got. <laughs> um. Okay. Next color. What do you what do you want, darling? Mm, purple. Purple <laughs> for Massey Block. Actually, Massey's bedroom in the um movie was all white with hints of lavender. It was gorgeous. So true. <laughs> oh, this is a good question. I read it. <laughs> um, do you think the world is better or worse off with the invention of the internet? Better. Better. In most ways. Obviously, uh-huh. they're very dangerous corners of the internet. Mm-hmm. But I think that people have learned a lot. I feel like school is a lot easier and more accessible with the internet yeah a good answer and social media can be fun it can be toxic but I feel like because of it I'm like I don't have to go to my 10-year high school reunion I already know what you bitches are up to I don't care saved me from like really bad anxiety so I'm all for it that's actually a good that's a good point I, I think I wrote this question from like a place of like some kind of hipster elitism like it's actually not that good because everyone's addicted to it and like romanticizing when people have to like wait by the phone for someone to call like that kind of thing yeah um but you're so right it is better in so many ways and I'm wholeheartedly addicted to social media so my screen time is insane I would love for it to be less okay I'm, I'm dying to know will you reveal what's your what's your screen time that's Mine's gonna be like, one of my questions that I write in. <laughs> What's your screen time? Mine's like four um, hours usually. Mine usually is around four hours, but this last week it was like five hours and twenty six minutes. <laughs> hey, it's okay. You're cat sitting. You have to have something. Yeah, whatever. And if it's like a slow work week, like I'm on my phone. Mm-hmm. I have a phone game that I'm addicted to. So what is it? There's not a lot going on. It's called Home Escapes. Home. You've probably like seen an ad for it. Yeah, but is it Kathy Bates in the ad or something like that? No, it's oh. this like guy who's like fixing pipes. Uh-huh. And the ad is like not at all what the actual game is. It's basically free Candy Crush. Uh-huh. 
and it's so fun and like and every time you like beat a level you can like fix up this house oh fun like, I'm addicted to it. what it's like oh yeah like I'm addicted to it <laughs> and oh um, my god that looks so cute it kind of looks like um club penguin a little bit like a little house. bit yeah Oh my, oh my god just got a good reward okay okay I love <laughs> your like, nails too your nails are very thank cute thank you I why won't it let me show you the house show me the oh house my god. okay um anyway go ahead it's not gonna let me <laughs> well I get that you trip. should download it I got Griff Home addicted to it for a while are and they, then he had um, to delete it is it like social or is it just okay no just do your own house <laughs> yeah it. like it's just like oh my oh it looks fab I love your pool thank you they give you like three different options for everything it's so, ridiculous so but too. I love it <laughs> I have this game that I play called 1010 but I like only play it on yes Earth. have you played 1010 yes I also love that in college <laughs> um guys 1010 is like Tetris basically <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't move you just like have to clear rows on the stationary board um, it is very good for plane rides mm-hmm. I've also started playing online chess <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that is the most humbling experience I've had in a long time I'm sure I'm like sure. <laughs> I won a couple games was on my high horse and then I have not won a game in like a month I'm so bad I just think I have too much ADD these people like actually care <laughs> you know they probably play it all day every day <laughs> you get like matched with people close to your skill level but um I don't know I just kind of like make stupid mistakes and like see it immediately and then I'm like whatever sometimes I just quit <laughs> the game <laughs> so leave them high and dry I don't blame you um okay I agree. The internet has made the world a better place because without it, I wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't be talking True. to you. I have to yeah. say, it might just be the half edible that I ate, but the lighting behind you makes you look like an angel. You're glowing. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's just the lighting. <laughs> well, no, you're an angel. I'm in a dark <laughs> corner by my Dracula ballet poster. <laughs> it's I actually... It's so cool. It's a real ballet that came to Spokane in 1993, and it's like Dracula ballet. Like if you would ask so cool seven year old me to describe herself in two words, Dracula (laughs) ballet. That'd be Dracula jazz class because that's the jazz class I took. Okay, question (laughs) number three. Um, what color? Green. For Dylan bring out her hair yeah (laughs) okay oh this is from randy town um what's an unpopular belief you have oh and on a saucy note oh my god i don't want to the first i don't know what was the first thing (laughs) you have to cut this out if it's bad okay okay I promise. Fingers crossed. <laughs> no, I'm too scared. I can't say it. I can't. You know say what? It. It's oh my. Oh come on. Okay, N- give me your second one. But just so you know, this is almost two hours in. I don't think we probably have too many people. That's true. The library board. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I actually cannot say it. Um, okay. 
Um, I think dogs are overrated. I would agree. I think I think they're kind of annoying. They're like constant licking bothers me. Mm-hmm. I hate when people bring them everywhere. They do. Especially if they're like a big dog, little dogs. I'm like, I will hang out with you all day. But like a big dog, I'm like, it's huffing and puffing in my face. It smells bad. Thank so, you. Sorry, I mean, dog people, if you make it this far. <laughs> this might be an unpopular opinion for some people, but it's a very popular opinion for me. I feel the exact okay, same. Way. Thank God. I we're love cat girls. I'm a cat girl. And people I shit on cats all the time, so I can shit on dogs. <laughs> I say that like mine didn't just try to like dismantle my house on the yeah. pod. But, um, <laughs> and I as do- mine is like licking himself, as I said, licking was annoying. <laughs> This is your guest to be. That scene in Shrek 2 when <laughs> puts in the boots is like, or you, baby, I could be. <laughs> I love Shrek. I, love, I fucking love Shrek. Don't get me started on that. Um, I know. I love little dogs. Chihuahuas are actually my favorite animal. <laughs> Fun time. <laughs> ever, ever. They I really are. Agree. When I see them, I, I just like get Mm-hmm. I'm very, I'm very Valley girl in that way. But yeah, I don't really like big dogs. And I'm going to tell straight up, if you have a golden doodle, I don't like your dog. They scare me. I think a golden doodle doodle is literally like a human in dog skin. I know their eyes. I'm like, stop fucking watching me right now. They watch you. They're like so long and lanky and I don't really like their hair. They whine so much, at least in my small experience with them no I am not a fan my aunt has one <laughs> that's like young it's young so it looks like pubescent and like lanky and long and like tall though and it's super hyper because it's young it has a scary human eyes and one time I was at her house Pam, if you're listening I'm sorry but one time I was at her house and I really like rounded the corner and her dog is sitting like a not exactly like a human but in a very humanoid (laughs) way sitting in like a lazy boy chair literally with one arm on top of the chair and one arm down on his body like lounging looking at those human eyes and I felt creeped out like they know too much it seems like there's like a little pervert in there (laughs) I agree I agree oh my god they're scary (laughs) (laughs) okay I I actually want to know what are your opinions on Helen Keller (laughs) that's my I don't know if I have I don't know if I have any (laughs) my unpopular opinion is I think that she's a fraud (laughs) (laughs) which like she could be I mean no one's no one could prove it no I'm not trying to be ableist I'm not blaming her I think society I think she's like fake I think she's like a psyop or something I don't know I mean I don't know like she never existed no I think she existed but like if you look at what she wrote and she's I don't know the full extent of her disability but if she was truly deaf and blind her whole life how is she writing such beautiful prose (laughs) I just don't get it personally I don't know but I honestly haven't spent much time studying her but I'm sure there is a convincing reddit thread oh god I have <laughs> I've got like a friend group that goes off about it <laughs> like more than we should 
I'm like, is she trending? Should I know something? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think Helen's trending. <laughs> but if she's trending, I'm if Helen. If you're in the afterlife and you're able to hear this, <laughs> um, I'm sorry. We're sorry for I'm bringing sorry. you up. <laughs> I'm sorry for beating you up. You're just like a Claire Lyons in our eyes. <laughs> She, I could see her kind of being like Caroline Calloway esque. Yeah, like similar know. vibe. I, I don't know. know. Oh my! Which is Caroline a fraud? Absolutely. But. Absolutely, but she owns it. You know, she's selling the snake oil for like seventy dollars. <laughs> I almost bought some a couple of years ago. What a waste that would have been. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> you get on her list, her unofficial list. Caroline Calloway Calloway's like liked a few of my tweets, but they've all been about her. <laughs> Same, because she searches for her name. I remember like when I first heard about Caroline Calloway, we would talk about her all the time. You would. And I tweeted about her once and she immediately liked it. And I'm like, you are searching for yourself. <laughs> it's very desperate behavior. And we were like, we yeah. want to be a Caroline, not a Natalie Beach. I know, which I'm like, I will be in Natalie Beach all day. (laughs) You're not a Natalie Beach, you're a Natalie bitch. (laughs) Natalie, it's Natalie bitch. It's Natalie bitch. (laughs) Love it, hate it. (laughs) Love it, and I love you. We've been talking a long time. I love you too. We should probably wrap it up. (laughs) But it's been nothing but a pleasure. Um, Is there anything that you want to promote before I let you go? I don't think so. Donate to Planned Parenthood. (laughs) Donate to Planned Parenthood, you guys. Support all the right things. Don't tell Helen Keller what I said. (laughs) Be kind. Be kind (laughs) to people. Um, I I, but on that note, I was gonna just straight up promote the click series. You guys, it's pretty basic reading and not that great but it's incredible and if you're not going to read the books because no one is um watch the movie it's silly um it's has good like 2011 gossip girly clothes in it it's funny Mm -hmm. it's campy couldn't recommend it more enough if you want to love it if you're looking for those middle school vibes definitely watch it or watch pen 15 oh pen 15 is unbelievable so good so good okay last last question (laughs) then we're done what are their names and maya and anna maya and And, anna yeah and anna of the two which are you more maya or anna I feel like I present as an Anna, but I'm definitely a Maya, 100%. Especially, like, seventh grade me. Just, like, <laughs> she's perfect. insane. I love her. <laughs> I think I present as an Anna and am an Anna. <laughs> <laughs> I could see it. <laughs> Nose and all. Okay, you guys. I lo- um, Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for all your support, as always. Um, love Natalie up if you see her for me. And I'm going to let you go for the night. Um, Bye-bye. Thank you. Love you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. I love you. I love you more. Um, Okay, that's the end of the pod.